You're listening to the Hillary Jean Podcast, the podcast to help you uncover your own unique spiritual gifts. Get ready. We're about to go on your next spiritual adventure. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Hillary Jean Podcast. I am really... I know I say this about every episode, but I'm really excited to talk about today's episode, which is Developing Your Spiritual Gifts, Part 2. So this episode builds off last week's episode, which is Developing Your Spiritual Gifts, Part 1. And in that episode, we talk about, or I talk about the idea of um, exploring what it is that is unique or quirky or weird about you. And I say weird in the most like endearing way. So allowing yourself to observe what it is that is maybe a little off or odd or special or unique and just begin to start sitting with that weirdness and exploring that weirdness in the most gentlest of terms. And I offer you some practices that can maybe tease out a little bit of this weirdness. Um, So I invite you to listen to that episode if you haven't already done so. But today's episode is all about taking this practice a step further and allowing you to take that weirdness or that quirkiness and develop it into a spiritual gift that you can use and explore and bring into this world, which is amazing. I firmly believe every single person on this planet has a spiritual gift and has something that they can offer from only their unique perspective for the rest of us. And I think there's something really magical about that idea. And it's not that um, we all have to look to the one person in our society or our community, but really we can begin to pull this focus back onto ourselves and, you know, dream that we have something amazing to offer other people, which I know for a lot of women, um, I can only speak to the female perspective because I myself am a woman. I think a lot of us don't see how special we are and we don't think that we have anything of value to offer and we think that that is something that other people do. And I wanna just flip that narrative on its head and offer that I believe that you have something truly special that only you can offer and the rest of the world really is a better place when you can. So let's dive into this topic today. So how do we develop a quirk? How do we develop our weirdness? Um, Right off the bat, most important thing that I can offer to you is to treat this weirdness with um, almost a heaviness, a gravitas for it, um, a, a reverence, for this gift. I think a lot of the time as we go into our journeys or we are, you know, we say to our friends like, yeah, you know, I want to develop my intuition or I want to develop my spiritual gifts. We really kind of leave it on the surface level and we don't allow it to have the unique, special, honorable place in our lives that it really truly deserves. And I think it's not because we're trying to be a jackass about it or we're trying to brush it off, but that in society we've been taught to really not give too much weight to these things uh, because it's dangerous for us to do so. 
So right off the bat, I want to talk about this idea of witnessing and um, this idea of unraveling this programming that we all have received, um, especially if you've grown up in Western society. I have grown up in Western America and deeply programmed within my um, body and code, cultural code, is this idea that it wasn't safe for me to explore my gifts. And I was raised Catholic and I feared being called heretical, like this is heresy, this is not something that's approved by the church, um, this is something, you know, for saints to explore. And how dare you think you're so special and how dare you think that you have, um, something to offer on this level and it's dangerous for you to do so it's dangerous for you to get this idea and explore it because you don't know what you're dealing with and i want to i want to get i want to go there today and i want to talk about this idea and shed light that you may have some of this programming um, albeit it might be in a different form it might be different words but likely you're going to encounter some resistance it, as you begin to explore your gift and I'm gonna offer to you that it is likely the majority of it is likely going to come from within you and if you have a really tight-knit family unit that does not support this journey for you then of course you're gonna have the internal struggle and then you might also have an external struggle as well so I just want to shine a little light on that and say that if you you know start this journey and then you suddenly like just feel every bone in your body freaking out like ah, I don't think I can continue this um, or I don't know if I want to explore that it seems really uh, maybe now it's not the right time take a deep breath um, this is all part of the process you are not um, faulty you're not weird you know this is all totally normal so right off the bat, I want, to, I want to offer to you this idea of making a commitment to yourself in the following light. Um, so I'm going to repeat a couple, or I'm going to say a couple phrases and I ask if they feel good to you. Um, repeat these to yourself and honor and make this commitment as you begin your journey. So the first is I am safe to do this work. I am safe to do this work. I am safe to explore my gifts. I am safe to explore my gifts. And I am not going to persecute myself in this exploration. I am not going to persecute myself in this exploration. And I want you to take a moment to let that sink into your body because as we do this work, you will likely be the first person to call yourself crazy, to call yourself insane, to think it's totally weird, to sound all the alarm bells and um, commit yourself before anyone else has the chance to even offer an opinion. So it's, I think it's really important that we make the sacred contract and the sacred commitment with ourselves um, that we're going to keep ourselves safe and we're going to be really nice and compassionate to ourselves as we open these gifts and explore these parts of ourselves. So 
I also don't want you to put too much pressure on that and thinking like if you have a moment where you're like blah I'm crazy like I broke my commitment like no this is this is not we're not here to be even more mean to ourselves we're just here to witness when that resistant resistance comes up and offer ourselves a place to return which is that one of safety and that we're safe to do this work so once we're feeling a little bit of safety we've given ourselves permission we're allowed to explore this weirdness the next part of this is treating it as if it's real and i had um i think i was blessed as a kid in that i had some role models to look up to um as i explored my spiritual gifts and i had um, something that i could model my own exploration off of and for me that honestly looked like um watching a tv show that was very near and dear to my heart and allowing as i watched this show and i watched this hero go on this journey i felt that i could also go on this journey it was like i could give myself permission um for me that show was avatar the last airbender and I know it's like really popular and mainstream, but back in the day, um, back when it first came out, um, back, I think it was 2004, 2005, somewhere in there, um, as a little kid growing up watching, if you've never seen this show, I highly recommend it. It's all about a boy who discovers um, he's, you know, the most unique person in this whole universe and that it's really important and serious for him to develop these beautiful gifts that he's been given. Um, for the sake of saving the world, but um, I know we're not as high stakes as that show um, And for us, I think there's something that's really powerful and available to us if we treat these gifts inside of us with this reverence and this um, Respect of this is something really powerful that could bring a lot of people some help and some solace and some joy and it's really important for me to develop this and not to put pressure on ourselves, but to, to add some weight to what we're doing. I think often in our journeys, um, when we, and I myself especially am guilty of doing this, is I, I brush my gifts off or I try to make it lighter than it is. And it's because I am afraid of what other people will think and afraid of being you know persecuted for having these gifts. And so I think we all tend to um, make light of this situation when that doesn't really help us explore because we'll constantly, if we're making light of it um, to ourselves, then when we're in the middle of our journey and it gets hard or sticky and messy, we're going to just brush it off and probably stop altogether. So treating it with this reverence, um, knowing that there is something really amazing inside of you that is ready to come to the surface that is waiting to be developed and perhaps you know this and you're in the middle of your journey i want to offer to you that treating it as if it's real and it is real um but just allowing yourself to will really allow yourself to go there in a much deeper way i think another reason why we don't treat things with the weight they deserve is we're often looking for this confirmation from an external source or um, a position, someone from a position of authority to give us permission to tell us, yes, you are special and we as this governing body will approve your quest to go on 
And I mean, in that TV show, like that kid did have that experience where he has these external sources confirming, you know, these, this magic inside of him. But for us, we're not going to get a panel of um, sages that are going to tell us we're special. And so I think the next part of this journey is giving ourselves that confirmation and allowing ourselves to start to become our own authority on our spiritual gifts. And ding, 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 if you started to feel resistance as I said that, um, congratulations, you've unlocked another part of the programming that we've received, um, especially here in Western patriarchal society. This is a white male dominated society. And as a female that has grown up, even, let's see, I was born in the 90s, it's still my default to look to a governing governing white body of older men and to look for their permission, to look for their authority. And in a lot of my journey in life, that's usually who is the governing authority is some bunch of old white dudes telling us how to live our lives. And so automatically that is ingrained in us, um, whether we're a little more embracing of the feminist movement or not. Um, or a little aware of how deep our patriarchal veins are in this country, that's just part the, these are facts. Um, we can all look at our history and agree white dudes have been running this country for a while. And as we go on our own spiritual journeys, just know that there's going to be a part of you that may be looking for a governing body of, and it doesn't even have to be white guys, it can be um, and literally anyone else, you may be looking towards this external source to confirm this for you. It's interesting when I, and I just want to say you're not alone. Um, I myself wanted for years to have a guru or, um, a wise person, you know, deem that I was worthy to explore my spiritual gifts. And eventually I just kind of found out that I had to do this for myself. And lo and behold, I have been able to develop my gifts and also share them with others. So I want to offer that to you as you go down this road, really allowing yourself to become your own body of authority and to give yourself permission to study, to explore, to discover these things about you. So what's next? So we've talked about letting yourself go there, treating it as if it's real. And I've identified the roadblocks of you might be looking for external permission and B, you might have some programming um, and some fear that's coming up from you. The next thing I want to talk about is another form of resistance um, that you may encounter. And this is called the witch wound. And I'm not the person to come up with this concept. And I think you can even Google this and get a lot more information. But I want to put this out there for you. Um, as I spoke about my own journey, um, being raised in Catholicism, that was a real fear that you could be persecuted for, that I could be persecuted for exploring my gifts. And a lot of us that are called to develop our spiritual gifts and go on these journeys for ourselves have what's called the witch wound. And that is this very real life or death feeling that if we do this work in this life, even though on the deepest level, um, our sovereign nature wants us to pursue this and we feel called to pursue this. Our physical body has this reaction that um, it's going to die. 
and the spider flight response that can be for me it, it's it's actually incredibly real and i will go into full-on freeze um fight flight or freeze freeze or fawn um are my defaults and i will actually go there and i will be, become terrified and unable to move speak think um as i explore these gifts so i want to offer that to you there are so many resources out there for um, helping your nervous system come out of a response like that. Um, I invite you to explore that as part of this process. If you begin to notice that you have a similar full body fight or flight reaction when it comes to either talking about this with anybody else or even talking about it just with yourself. So um, look up the witch moon and look up ways in which you can soothe your nervous system as you do this work. So armed with our tools there, the next part of developing your spiritual gifts is really just building trust in yourself and allowing yourself to go there. And by allowing yourself to go there, I mean spending time exploring your gifts in meditation, in journaling, in whatever it is that you do. If you're, you know, feel called to connect with a tree, go allow yourself to connect with a tree. Allow yourself to just um, listen to where your intuition is guiding you and then without questioning it, go do that thing for a little bit. Um, this is all about building trust in yourself and that you're not gonna be crazy for what you're doing. Literally nobody know, has to know that you're on this journey but you, not even your husband, not even your spouse, not even anyone else in your family. If it feels terrifying to talk about this with other people, um, spend some time there with yourself for a little bit. And then when you feel safe and like you can talk about this with other people, do that. But don't feel that you have to declare to the world and then set yourself up for this horrible fight or flight response. Um, and that's the only way you can explore your gifts. It really is a journey that only you can take. And as much as I love my spiritual community and I love being able to talk about it, the bulk of my work has come from me in solitude, exploring my own weirdness and writing down the visions I was seeing, um, spending time just meditating or contemplating on the idea of energy, um, reading, there's so many wonderful books out there with ideas that you can get a hit on if you're connected to these ideas or not, if they're for you or not. Um, just allowing yourself to do what you already know you're ready to do. I, I would offer to you, I bet your intuition, if you allow yourself to listen to it, will guide you to the next right thing, to take the next step. What is it? I think it's in Frozen 2, one of the songs that Anna sings is, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll just do the next right thing. I totally, totally butchered that, but that's you in this moment. You don't have to know what the end game is and you don't have to be performing at this top level of, of mastery. It's literally just sifting through the pay dirt and looking for the little nuggets of gold in there and trusting that you were going to know what the next right step is. One of the practices I love to do is called um, sitting, it's from the Alexander Technique. And as a musician, I explored a little bit of, of how to move in my body when I'm performing. And part of the Alexander Technique is this idea of 
lying down in a semi-supine position. So you prop your head up on a book and then you, um, like a book that's one or two inches, and then you bend your knees and you're lying flat on your back with your knees bent and you sit there for like 20 minutes or so. And what that allows your spine to do is decompress. And one of the things I love about that technique, and um, it has helped my back a ton because that's where I mount my body, but it's this perfect time to be still and I can suddenly, it's like when I'm in that stillness, that's when my intuition becomes its loudest. So I offer to you, if you can't hear your intuition or you can't hear the next right step, um, it might be that the noise around you is so loud and it's up to you to go find some quietness so that you can hear that. So I hope me discussing this and just kind of talking about a little bit of the messiness of this journey, that that'll help you on your next steps. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm not another authority that you have to listen to. And I hope as you begin this journey, you start to listen to yourself. I'm merely here as a mentor offering you ideas. And if you are keen on having somebody like me in your life helping you through this journey, um, I do offer spiritual mentoring and I love working with my clients on this, but I'm not the only mentor out there and I know there are other people that would love to help you. So if you feel called to reach out to me, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on hillary-jean.com. I've got a free mentoring consult that you can book with me that is absolutely no pressure. And I love sitting on those consults because that's a moment for perhaps you, for, or it's a moment for you for perhaps the first time to really gather your thoughts on your spiritual journey and gifts. And don't worry, I will guide the whole thing. And I know another mentor will guide their consult as well. So that's all to say, if you're looking for help, it is out there. If you know what you need to do, you're just looking for a kick in the pants, then stay tuned. This podcast will keep kicking you down the road. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Um, like I said, reach out to me on social media if you have any questions uh, about what we discussed here today. I could literally never stop talking about this and I would be super happy about it. So reach out to me. I'd love to connect with you. But until then, we'll see you around for the next episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Hillary Jean Podcast. If you're looking for more adventure, head on over to hillary-jean.com to connect with my latest body of work. I offer spiritual readings, spiritual mentorships, and if you're looking for a little jewelry to wear, you can go to craftedwithlightmt.com. You can follow me on Instagram at hillaryjean underscore spiritual medium. And I'll see you around for the next episode.